This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it was another fun-filled day of college basketball. Yeah, it was an up-and-down roller coaster ride. When you have 23 units in play, I'm going from happy to mad to happy to mad left and right. It was a crazy day. When it's all said and done, I will lose money for the day. So let's recap the losing card for you. My four top plays go two and two. I cash on VCU, minus the two and a half at home over Richmond. I cash on Weber State, plus the two and a half. They win by double digits for me at Northern Colorado. I had Texas A&M, minus the two and a half. They win the basketball game by one. They're up one, 20 seconds to go with the basketball. They never get fouled. They turn it over on the inbounds play. Then Florida takes forever to get their shots up, but they kept getting rebounds, and I never got fouled. Yeah, up one, I expect foul game to take place and give me a shot to cover, but I never got to the line, so I lose the ticket. Then I had Duke against North Carolina. I wanted to bet the marquee game. I should have stayed away from the Tar Heels. They're tough at home. They're a good basketball team. They got the best of me. I lost not one unit, but two units on that since I had the Dukies as well with the Twitter vote. Then my three bonus bets, I cash on UCF plus the one and a half. They win over Oklahoma. I lose on North Dakota minus the four and a half against North Dakota State. The Fighting Hawks win by a deuce, but they don't cover the number. I said I need to stay away from those North Dakota schools, and I was right. I paid the price yet again. And then I have one bet pending as I record this, and that's on UC Santa Barbara. So hopefully they can cash the minus two and a half for me. Those 16 other plays I added, well, it was a mixed bag. I go seven and nine, so I definitely lose money. I cash on LSU, Bradley, Ohio, FIU, the Citadel, Austin P, and BYU. I lose on Georgia, East Carolina, Longwood, Delaware, Air Force, Houston Christian by a half a point, Lipscomb, NC State, thought I had the cover there, and North Texas. So that's the past. Let's get to the card for Sunday. And we start with Mac Daddy Hoops, Mac Play of the Day. So this line was at seven. I unfortunately locked it in a little late here, so I got eight and a half. So if it finishes at seven or eight, I'll be kicking myself. It's Mount St. Mary's minus the eight and a half at Siena. So the Mount is coming off the big win at Marist on Friday. Their top players scored 34 points. They won the battle on the boards by 14, and they played some really good defense. Siena, meanwhile, they have a slew of injuries, and it really showed up on Friday with a 41-point loss at Ryder. That's not good. Mount St. Mary's beat Siena in the first meeting this year by a big margin, 80 to 7, or excuse me, 80 to 48 in that game. Siena ranks 360th from beyond the arc. Scoring in the paint is tough against the Mount, so this could be another long day for the Saints of Siena. So let's lay the points here. It's Mount St. Mary's minus the 8.5 on the road at Siena. And once again, full preview of this game and every other game of the Mac, along with recaps, is available on Twitter at MacDaddyHoops. 
Next up, we go to the Big East. It's Villanova minus the four and a half against Providence. So if you bet numbers and not teams, this is probably not the play for you. Villanova has not earned this level of respect after losing five straight. Two of their last three wins have been over DePaul. That's not saying much. I keep staring at fifth-year senior Justin Moore's stats. It's his lowest point production and average shot attempts of his five-year career. This will be his seventh game back after missing a month during the season. He scored four, five, and six points in the last three games. That's just not enough. Eric Dixon is a tremendous player for the Wildcats, but he needs help, and Moore should be that guy. When this Villanova team beat Texas Tech, North Carolina, and Memphis in three straight days back in November, Moore scored 18, 16, and 11 in those games. Kyle Neptune needs that player to be back again in the worst way possible because Villanova needs this one. Meanwhile, on the other side, head coach Kim English had the Friars rolling and exceeding expectations prior, prior to losing Mr. Hopkins to injury. Since then, Providence is 3-5 and five with wins over DePaul, Georgetown, and Seton Hall. The Pirate win was a good one on the road, but the other two, DePaul and Georgetown, not so good. They played St. John's tough, losing by only two. They kept it with a nine against UConn and Creighton, but they lack offense. Ninth best in the Big East on offense, second best on defense. I believe Villanova is good enough to win eight of their final ten games this year. I'm not going to give up on these cats. I'm going to lay the four and a half and hope tonight will be the starting point of a big rebound. Give me Villanova minus the four and a half at home over Providence. Next up on the card, we head to the American Conference, and this number moved on me as well. I had UAB plus the eight and a half. I end up playing it, UAB plus the seven and a half at SMU. So it's the first meeting since 2013. UAB has won the last seven meetings between the two schools. The computer numbers actually have this one at 11, and I'm just not seeing it. And it appears others agree with me if it dropped from eight and a half to seven and a half. The SMU team is tough on defense. Number one in the American. North Texas is the number two defense in the American Conference. UAB just went into Denton earlier this week, scored 82, and left town with a W. UAB ranks higher on offense, and the Blazers have four top 100 wins compared to just one for SMU. The Mustangs beat Florida State. Meanwhile, the Blazers have wins over Maryland, Drake, Memphis, and North Texas. SMU is 10-2 and at home. Nine of those 10 wins have been by double digits, so good impressive wins. UAB is 4-3 and in the road. Their conference losses have been by 13 at Florida Atlantic and by 6 at Charlotte. We need some nickel and dimers to be called in this game. I want a quick whistle since UAB ranks 10th in the nation in free throws made per game, shooting 75% at the line. I think 7.5 is still too much. I expect the Blazers to be in this one until the end. So give me UAB plus the 7.5 on the road at SMU. Next up on the card, we go to the Horizon League. It's Purdue-Fort Wayne plus the four and a half against Youngstown State. So after the New Year's Eve win, the Mastodons of Purdue-Fort Wayne were the talk of the horizon. They were 13-2 and overall, 4-0 in league play. Since then, they've lost six of seven basketball games, including one of the worst losses you can have to IUPUI. Only thing worse than that would be losing to Detroit, I think. 
top six in the rotation, have played every game for Purdue-Fort Wayne. They're still playing good defense, third best in the league. In the first meeting, Youngstown blitzed him, got up 25, had 16 offensive boards, hit 11 three-pointers, and made 26 of 30 at the line, winning the basketball game by eight when it was all said and done. The Penguins are playing very good basketball right now. Four straight wins. They're 9-3 and three in the horizon. They have the second-best offense and the top defense in the league. They've won three straight on the road, including the big win at Wright State on Thursday. Maybe a little letdown spot here. Maybe I'm seeing things after a tough stretch, but the Mastodons win at Northern Kentucky, and then the three-point loss last out to Milwaukee. I think they're starting to find their form again. So I'm going to grab the four and a half here. I think we got a live dog with Purdue Fort Wayne plus the four and a half at home over Youngstown State. Then it's back again. It's time for the coin flip in the NBA. Nothing in the NHL, of course, but in the NBA, I selected the Memphis Grizzlies and the Boston Celtics. Total of 221 and a half. Tails it is. I'm on the under 221 and a half between the Grizzlies and the Celtics. So let's recap my card for a Sunday. Mac Daddy Hoops play of the game or play of the day in the Mac is Mount St. Mary's minus the eight and a half at Siena. In the Big East, I'm on Villanova minus the four and a half against Providence. In the American, I'm on UAB plus the seven and a half at SMU. In the Horizon, I'm on Purdue Fort Wayne plus the four and a half against Youngstown State. And in the NBA, I'm on the Grizzlies and the Celtics under the 221 and a half little housekeeping once again for those of you that listen to the prop show had a winning day on saturday went four and three should have went five and two but malik beasley a career 80 percent free throw shooter missed two free throws yeah both of them with less than a minute to go if i get one of those home i would have went five and two but no prop show here on sunday i'm taking the day off so I can watch uh, and do stuff with the wife, I guess. So there we go. But that's my card here for a Sunday. Enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.